Hey everybody, I want to thank you for downloading today's episode of The Hardest Show. Before we get started, I want to talk to you guys about the headphone company I am currently wearing, and that company is Studio. What Studio is trying to do is revolutionize the way that people see headphones. Right now, on the headphone market, you can go one of two ways. You can either get a very stylish and comfortable pair, or you can get something that sounds great, but doesn't really look all that good, and to be quite blunt about it, isn't very comfortable. So what do you do, gang? You bridge the gap. Emphasizing ultra-modern, sleek design, studio headphones are very, very comfortable, I cannot stress that enough, and have a superior audio quality compared to even the highest-rated headphones on the market at a fraction of the cost. And that's not even the best part, because if you go on their website right now, studio.com, that's S-U-D-I-O.com, and use the discount code HOTTER, that's HOTTER in all capitals, H-O-D-D-E-R, my name, the name of this show, you will see 15 percent off your order and you also get free worldwide shipping free worldwide express shipping i might add so what's not to like you get some great quality headphones free worldwide shipping and that 15 percent discount just all you have to do gang is put in hotter h-o-d-d-e-r all capitals so what are you waiting for stop using a lesser pair of headphones and join the revolution with studio never choose between style or tech again the following is a pod beard production. From the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter Show. Get low, get low, hands on your hips, let's go. Get low. Oh. <laughs> Hello, how are you? My name's Brandon, I actually produced this show. As you could tell by my superior singing skills, I am not TJ. And you may be wondering, where is TJ? That's a very good question. Uh, I am going on vacation for the next week, and I know you probably don't care. But because I'm going on vacation, I will not be around to produce the episodes of The Hotter Show you listen to. So I told him, I'm like, get the episodes done as soon as possible, and I'll produce them, I'll bulk finish them, and you know, you'll have the ones while I'm gone. Well, he did, but unfortunately, that scoundrel TJ, he forgot to record the intro and outro, so uh, joke's on him, I'm recording the intro and extra for this episode. Uh, I guess the joke's on you as well for having to listen to my voice for the uh, first couple minutes of this podcast, but TJ in this episode interviews Josh from the Still Loading podcast, which is uh, something you hear a lot about on the Two Guys in a Game podcast, they talk about Josh a lot, so so he interviews him. Uh, they talk about how they met. I guess met because uh, Josh lives out in the, I think it's the Pennsylvania area. So they talk about how they met online, I guess. They talk a little bit about Josh's podcast still loading. Uh, TJ shows off his very, very, very minuscule knowledge of uh, uh, hockey as well as some Canadian geography, which uh, is kind of funny. And actually near the end of the podcast, they actually speak about bathing. So uh, not together, but just in general. Lots to look forward to in this episode. Uh, if the idea of TJ bathing makes you queasy and all that, just uh, maybe fast forward the end of the podcast. But other than that, I think you'll be good to go. Uh, thinking about what TJ would say at the intro, uh, he probably wants to thank, uh, you know, he probably would plug Podbeard. He would probably uh, talk about, what would he talk about if he was TJ? Well, he is TJ. I'm not TJ. That's the problem I'm having here. Yeah, big shout out to Podbeard, uh, to Studio Headphones, and to uh, Jaybird Digital Arts right off the top. So uh, let's just uh, hop right into the podcast, see where it takes us. All right, here we go. Oh, sorry, I should probably do it like TJ. Uh, but here is TJ's conversation with Josh from the Still Loading Podcast. Let's get into it. That one was better. All right, gang, I'm being joined on the show right now via Skype with Josh. I'm still loading. How's it going, man? I'm doing well, man. How are you? 
I'm good, thanks. I'm glad that we were uh, able to make this happen so quickly. Yeah, I know. It kind of came together really fast. I'm not a morning person, but it's fun to ha- be able to go into work later than usual. Uh, my, my Thankfully, my job is pretty flexible, so it's nice to be able to sleep in a little bit longer and uh, be able to wake up to record a podcast instead of having to come home at like 7 p.m. when you're groggy and just want to play video games all night. And then instead you have to, it's not that you have to record a podcast. It's that you're like, oh, I want to record a podcast, but I'm groggy. And (laughs) yeah, well, a lot of times, especially like when it gets around after like weeknights, I don't normally record on weeknights because it's just, I'm exhausted. I like to record on the weekends and it's a, it's a weird like struggle for me because I love podcasting, but it always takes me like a like I have to like force myself to do it. And then once I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, Oh my God, why did I even fight it for this long? Yeah. It's almost like once it's for some people, I find it's the whole getting started thing, right? Like, yeah, you're just like, man, like, uh, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to record a podcast. And then you're like, exactly. You just said you're halfway through it and you're like, okay, cool. Like this is, (laughs) this is, this is what I want to do. This is fun. Exactly. Well, it's like me, like we were, uh, Josh and I were kind of just BSing before the show. And finally he said, oh, we should just press record because we're talking about some good stuff. Um, <laughs> and we're going to go all over the place today. Like I, I don't like to do structured interviews per se, um, but there is some stuff I do want to ask you, things I'd like to learn about you and your, uh, you know, your gaming and podcasting journey. But um, it's funny because right. just on that topic we were talking about, um, like I used to do the harder show twice a week and it was the same thing for me. I'd come home from work and I'd be like, Oh man, like I kind of want to just sit here and play video games. I don't want to record a podcast, but I'd be literally 25, half an hour into it. And I'd be like, okay, this is, this is so much fun. And that's exactly how I am. Uh, on a side note, I, I was saving this for when we recorded, I had the strangest, this is a, hopefully you'll find this one. I found this really funny. After we, you know, had all the plans set in stone, right? We were ready to record for today. And the literally the, the night we like put it all in stone, I had a dream that I actually met you. And it was really weird because, you know, like we're friends on Facebook now. I've seen like, you know, your pictures on your podcast and that kind of thing. And you were not like the person that I dreamt of was not you at all. It was the strangest thing. We, we like, it was like uh, you and a couple of your friends and me and a couple of my friends were at some restaurant in the middle of, I don't know, Bumblefuck somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you were short, had absolutely no beard, but a creepy mustache. <laughs> and I like woke up and I'm like, what, what the fuck? And the weirdest thing was, is that you were still a mean beard ambassador. And I'm like, you don't have a beard anymore. I don't understand what's going on. That's actually hilarious. Oh my God, dude. And I was like half tempted. I'm like, do I say this? Is he going to find this creepy? I think it's hilarious. Cause it was literally just, it was just us like bullshitting in a restaurant. And then he said, all right, I got to go. And then I left like an hour later and you're still chilling in a van playing like a game boy or something, but still beardless. And I'm, still and i woke up very confused <laughs> it's like so so first off i, I have three things i need to point on that uh, right. number one is it, the funny thing is is i'm i'm not tall i wouldn't say well some people might think i'm tall but i'm i'm like 5 11 and three quarters 
So I'm not All quite, right. I'm just under six foot and I wear that proudly. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm definitely, I would consider short like five, two, five, three. So that's, that's <laughs> hilarious in itself. Um, the creepy mustache thing makes me laugh because I've never just had a mustache, but there was a point in time where I just had a goatee. That's what I and have. It, I just have a goatee. <laughs> yeah. Like, and some people rock the goatee, right? And it's a good look. Like I'm all about like the facial hair, you know. Like I always have been. I'm, uh, well, but you're a mean bearded ambassador, of course. Well, of course, of course. Which of course, if you guys want to check out, you can by going on podbeardnetwork.com forward slash mean beard. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm glad how you, I'm glad how you already totally get what this is. Like it's just <laughs> some people are like so like, is this like a professional interview or whatever? And I'm like, I I. Dude, I, I don't even know half that, like, in all honesty, like, my podcast, I'm amazed people don't criticize it more. Actually, I don't I don't get any feedback on my podcast except for positive, which doesn't mean that it's good. It just means that I literally have such a small audience, and I have, like, five people, the five people who download apparently all like it. So, but I'm amazed I don't get any more criticism because I do a lot all of my reviews are just on the fly. Like I, there's very few scripted episodes and you can tell when they're scripted. There's usually like music underneath and stuff like that. But these are my types of my favorite kinds of podcasts. The kinds were just two people talking and I don't know, it's, it's a weird, like therapeutic relaxing thing for me to listen to other people have a conversation. Oh, I totally agree with that. I mean, I'm the same. And for me, like the best, like I just recorded a podcast last night with a good friend of mine. He's from like, He's one of my best friends. I've known him for like literally 25 years and mm -hmm. I hadn't podcasted with him in forever. And we sat down and we, I had, okay, we're going to talk about this specifically. And we were literally 40 minutes in and I'm like, oh, like we haven't even touched what I wanted to talk <laughs> about, but it's like, it's so therapeutic in a way. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy just to have even us like where, you know, I have my little thing of questions but we're having this great talk and i'm like screw it if we if we get to it we get to it if not then that's fine too <laughs> well i even prepare i mean i kind of prepared for this but not like preparing as in like all right i'm going to behave this specific way or whatnot but it's more like i like that whole dream story i came in with that because i'm like this is i gotta start with this i gotta lead off with this because i was for like the next two days i was just like in my head i'm like what the fuck did i eat the what night does this before? even mean well, <laughs> it's, so it's funny because because um, going back to that, um, I'm someone who like, I'm a big, uh, I just say big dreamer, but like I remember my dreams. I have very over the top, very vivid dreams. Um, and unfortunately, I can't say I had a similar dream, but uh, <laughs> like stuff like that will happen. Like I have deja vu all the time and I dream the future and all this shit. Like it's just it's weird and it freaks me out. But um, so I can totally see where you're coming from and why you'd want to bring that up. Some people might be like, that's so weird. And I'm like, that's not weird. That's freaking hilarious. The fact that I was short and had a mustache. Now, <laughs> you have to answer this for me, though. Um, right. What did the people look like that I was with? Because I'm really... I I honestly don't remember, man. It's oh, okay. it, like a lot of the a lot of my dreams, I hone in on very specific things. And none of my dreams make any damn sense. I've had really strange ones which i am not comfortable enough to repeat on air <laughs> i could tell you I maybe gotcha. off mic or something uh but like some my favorite ones are like uh like i remember there one of my favorite ones when i was a kid i had a dream where i was like sleeping over at my grandmother's house and i remember i had a dream where there was a like troll or something like that 
and it beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like I woke up and I would just, I was like, you know, this troll was bullying me then just beat the shit out of me. And I remember waking up. I'm like, not again. I'm doing, he's going down. And that very night, I like I, right before bed, I was like thinking about it still. I had another dream with that same troll, but I beat the shit out of him. And then I remember waking up. I mean, I was like, you know, six, so I didn't swear, but I was like, fuck yeah, he went down. <laughs> Yeah, six year old Josh was a badass. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, Mike. Oh, are you kidding me? I would dude, I was a sensitive kid. I was holy shit. I I could not take a joke for the life of me. So you would just I mean, I, I was the same way. Um when I was younger, I was very uh very sensitive and I would always be scared of everything when I was a kid. I mean, that's uh I wasn't really afraid of a lot of things. I mean, I definitely was afraid of a lot of things, but I not in like the not like I was afraid to go in the woods, nothing like that. It was more just like uh, my neighbors were very sarcastic and they would always like the neighbor kids were very sarcastic and they always liked to poke fun. And never in like, you know, looking back on it, it wasn't really mean spirited. It was just kind of like, you know, I would do something goofy and they would laugh at it and I would take it personally instead of just laughing along with them because mm-hmm. I did something goofy. And uh, it really took a long time for me to like learn that, you know what, it's okay to be a dumbass and laugh at yourself. And I still struggle with it, but it's like, uh, it, it's just strange. Like I, I just, I would never have been able to, <laughs> I was definitely never a badass when I was six years old. I mean, <laughs> maybe in my dreams, maybe in my dreams, I dreamt I was a young badass, but I woke to find out I was a <laughs> wimp. Yeah, woke to find out I was still. Uh, I, 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 of course, like even to this day, I still have. I have dreams about me being, you know, six foot three and like totally shredded, and you know. And now I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm still a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there. Poke I'm my just stomach picturing like, like uh, after listening to like you and Kaz, I'm just picturing you waking up doing a Peter verse like. <laughs> that's, that's literally like my, my girl always tells me like I am literally the embodiment of Peter Griffin in real life. Like it's <laughs> it's actually really sad, um, and you only really get a taste of it on two guys in a game because like because Kaz go, is he's so like silly over the top on the podcast, which the person you hear on the podcast is him in real life. Like literally mm-hmm. yesterday I walk and he's in the back like singing some like song and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? He's, <laughs> he's just like, dance Mexican, dance. I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now. Like just, he always comes to me with these ideas. But like, I'm going to do this on the podcast. And I'm like, please don't. See please what you should do is walk away and then sneak back with your camera and just record it. And then just post it on the two guys in a game Twitter. I mean, I'm sure he'll love that. <laughs> I've tried doing that because he he always wants an audience. That's you know, like, and I'm the same way. Like, I'm very slim in that regard. Like, I when I was younger, I was so like, I didn't want anyone to laugh at me. I didn't want to be too goofy around certain people. Now I just don't care. Now I'm like, I'm going to record a podcast and say whatever I want, and be as goofy as I want. And it's like, it's so funny how polar opposite I am from even you know. 10 15 years ago it's just funny to think now were you kind of i mean this is how i was so i want to ask you if you were like this excuse me sorry you might have to edit that burp out <laughs> um uh, we we uh, live everything he- in here at the hogger show <laughs> oh okay all it all goes on there nothing's nothing's yeah. uh, nothing's uh whatever yeah unless gospel. someone like really makes a big mistake we, uh, <laughs> we probably just leave it in <laughs> that that's how i that's how i roll but all right so no what i was going to ask was um were you like for me at least I was very introverted up until like a certain year in high school. So like 
obviously you, you don't seem that introverted based off the personality vibes that I get, you know, from our conversations here and there and oh, also sure. on your podcast. Were you ever an introvert originally, like back in like elementary school, uh, you know, middle school, high school? And what, did you break or did you were you always extroverted or like when did you break out of your shell? I was pretty much like definitely in elementary school. Um, I was pretty like introverted. I had my group of friends, even in high school for the most, like I had my group of friends, you know, and like I had little bits of friends kind of outside of my group. So I guess I wouldn't say I was an introvert per se in high school, um, at least not my last few couple of years of high school. But definitely when I was younger, I was for sure. Like I was bullying was a huge issue for me when I was younger um, up until like grade like halfway through grade nine finally i just said f this and realized that hey i'm actually bigger than the bullies are so now i'm the to, bully yeah so i'm well, i mean i didn't i wasn't <laughs> no i, I just, I'm just i had that co- one confrontation and then they were like oh this guy's not going to take this sitting down anymore crap we gotta we gotta oh let's be friends now and it's like fuck <laughs> you but um i can <laughs> no, I definitely gotcha. say when i was younger i was and that's why i got so into the video game world oh my god yeah for me, um, my vid- like video games are just kind of like uh, they kind of helped me realize more who I was because um, when I was I was hanging out with a lot of my neighbor kids and I remember years later my parents were always like I don't know how you guys stayed friends with the neighbors for so long not like our neighbors were bad people by any stretch of the imagination they were all very nice kids and very nice people but like we had nothing in common and I guess just because you know we were neighbors like it was, there was no one else to play with that was pretty much our thing but. Uh, video games i remember when i was like 10 my parents got me an n64 and they uh ever since then i pretty much ignored all my neighbor friends so (laughs) kind of sad but uh it kind of made me realize like who i not really who i was like video games are part of who i am but they're not like who i am at the same time but uh it kind of helped me like realize i don't know more of like made me realize our interests didn't necessarily align Oh, for sure. And I mean, like, I, I'm, it's actually funny you say that because I'm where I live. I have, li- I had literally one neighbor who was my age and he was like my best friend all throughout, like most of my life. Um, but because I live so far away from town, um, I wouldn't be able, I shouldn't say so far away, but like I couldn't walk into town when I was a kid, basically. So when my, when I was actually about, I'm probably going to say around the same age, 10, my parents got me an N64, um, <laughs> which is why, you know, usually when gaming talks come up here on the hotter show or on two guys in a game, we mostly talk Nintendo. Um, so I kind of was the same way. Like I was like, Oh, like I'm this really shy kid who can't make friends. I don't really know how to talk to people. I could barely even read. Um, and I know so, Chaz likes yeah. to remind you all the time. He, yeah, he likes to remind me, um, you know. And literally, like, I played, like, Lesnar Zelda, and it taught me how to read, which is the joke, of course. Uh, Don't worry, um, I'm not going to pull that. Uh, I, I, appreci- I, I appreciate that. I was annoyed by it. I always, uh, he, he razzes me something fierce sometimes. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I mean, it's all a good fun, because it's just him, but it's funny, because... Um, the one time we did an episode and I, I can't remember why we cut a part of it. I think he was making a joke about me and, and he, he, like, he like told me to stop. He's like, can we cut that? I'm like, why? It was funny. He's like, but I'm making fun of you. Like, he's like, I sound like I'm bullying you. I'm like, dude, 
Like, you're my buddy. Like, I know you're not. He's like, but I feel like it came off that I'm like bullying you. So like he, he realized he kind of, he wanted to back off of it a little bit, but um, he always, he always razzes me about that something fierce. Like he's just like, oh, you taught me how to read, man. Oh, taught me how to read. Um, <laughs> because the sad part is it kind of did. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I argue that uh, I became a better reader. I didn't learn how to read from a video game, but I became a better reader from video games. Freaking Final Fantasy VII, man, that is 30 hours of just straight text and yep. no voice acting. So, like, you you do a lot of reading in that game. <laughs> oh, you do? Well, and that's it. Like, for me, like, because I um, I have a learning disability, so when I was younger, it especially affected me um, to the point where I was in, like, grade three or four give or take around there. And like, I was reading it like a kindergarten level. Like it was really bad. Um, and then when I got Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and I spent an entire summer playing that game, I had to read, like I didn't have a choice. So I was like, okay. So I just literally, I went back to school the next fall and like my reading was like a grade ahead. And like wow. my teachers were like, what the hell just happened? Be like and video my mom, games, yeah. bitch. And <laughs> literally my mom was like, I have no idea what happened. And they thought like it was because of like this tutoring I was getting. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you how this happened. Like, so <laughs> well, no, there, no. Play it off as a tutor. Just, just reference all the names from the game. Be like, well, yeah. her name is Zelda. Uh, she's about 32. <laughs> yeah. She's about 32 and I uh, can't forget Impa. Um, she's a little older, <laughs> but she's just like, it's just like, what? But it's just so funny. Like, um, as someone who was an introvert when I was younger and that and playing video games, obviously it was an escape, even when dealing with like bowling and shit like that. Like it was an escape, but to then now where for me, video games is still an escape, but it's like, again, like what you were saying earlier, Josh, like it's, it's not who I am, but it is such a big part of me as a person. Yeah. That I it's mean, like, oh, sorry, I keep, oh, okay, you go ahead. that's okay. That's okay. No, the the whole Skype thing. I love talking on Skype, but whenever, you know, recording a podcast, it's obviously easier in person just because one, it's easier to read off the other person, but two, it's also you're you're not cutting each other off nearly as much cuz the whole, you know, like lag delay from recording, you know, I'm over here in PA in the US and you're up in Canada, so. Yeah. A little bit of a delay. It's um, a bit of a delay. <laughs> I was not going to say any Canadian jokes. <laughs> uh, if you have any, I'd love to hear them because I don't know. I actually any. do not have any. I mean, I listen. I would say the closest thing to a Canadian joke I have is I listen to Kevin Smith podcast a lot. He's like one of my favorite directors. Not a lot of people like him, so I get it. If if any of your listeners are like, he's a fucking idiot, he probably is, but I still love him to death. Um, but. I would say that, in fact, you probably would have more jokes about where I, I live near Philly. So a lot, a lot of people, uh, I, I actually a lot of Philly none. stereotypes. Yeah, I have none. Um, but uh, it's funny because with this podcast, something that I always say um, that I didn't expect to happen was me meeting people that I would actually have a genuine connection with to the point where I would be like, yeah, like. I know that you and I haven't been talking long, but I'm like, yeah, this is like my buddy Josh over from uh, from PE or whatever. It's like, it's it's funny how like things like that happen. And there's a bunch of there's a couple other podcasters. It's not a very big circle. I've met 
hundreds and thousands of podcasters, but uh, only, you know, maybe four or five of them, I would consider like, you know, hey, I actually want to have you on my show and I actually want to like have a rapport with you and talk with you on a semi-regular basis. And then one guy in Australia, um, <laughs> shout out to my boy Raph, um, but uh, it's just funny. Like, have, have you experienced that? Like, because you've been, how long exactly have you been podcasting? Um, I've been podcasting for about, I want to say three years. And I'll be honest, I haven't experienced any of that mainly because I didn't, I didn't podcast frequently. Like you can find the first seven episodes of my show on SoundCloud and I never ported them over to what my current platform is. So that's why if you look back in like my catalog, it starts at episode seven because like the first six or whatever, I forget the exact number are over on SoundCloud and SoundCloud. I, I mean, I mean, I hope they never sponsor you because I'm kind of bad mouthing them right now. But they were like, it's way overpriced on SoundCloud. It's insane. Yeah, I, I've been on SoundCloud with the Harder Show from day one, um, and it was a decision I made because I wasn't a fan. Like, I didn't know what was out there, mm-hmm. really. And from my research, I did and people I talked with, it was one of two that I was going to choose from. It was either SoundCloud or Podbean. And now two guys in the game is on Podbean and I love Podbean. Um, they are a little pricey, but for what I get, you know, they've never let me down and SoundCloud's mm-hmm. never let me down per se. It's just now I find it's becoming uh, more and more of a, of a chore dealing with bots and dealing with, you know, people who want to, you know, oh man, I love your song. Can I like use it on my show? And I'm like, I'm a fucking podcaster, you idiot. Like, What song are you talking about? I would get, I would get like companies like, like literally messaging me and they'd be like, oh, we want to sponsor you as an artist. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what can you do? And they're like, yeah, we'll get your song on our website and blah, blah, blah. And I w- the one time I actually went through with it and then they realized I was a podcaster. That's great. <laughs> and they stopped cause... answering me and I literally responded to them. I was like, you might want to do your effing research. Like just it, oh, it, it bothers me. But oh, um, goodness. now it's like to the point where, because I was on you know, once I got to like episode like 80 of the harder show, I was like, shit, I kind of have to stay on here now. Like I'm, ho- I mean, hopefully when this airs, I can uh, say in my intro or outro, um, that I'll be at over 10,000 total hits, um, on the harder show. I, I don't I say hits, I should say plays or downloads, whatever you want to call it. Um, but because like I'm almost there now, so I'm like, that's awesome. Like it's, and it's cool. I mean, it, it's taken 152 episodes to get there. So when you divide it out between that, it's kind of like, bro, that's only like 30 or 40 plays an episode. It's like, ah, ah just let, give me my, don't, don't, don't you yeah. judge me. Let me have yeah. this. <laughs> exactly. And it's, I, I could, I could literally legit say like, you know, tens of thousands of people have listened to this podcast and they'll be like, yeah, it's at 10,001. Yeah. That's not <laughs> the point. The point is tens of thousands and the harder shows enjoyed in over 50 countries. That's awesome. So that's cool, but um, I don't know why. I'm just I'm I'm saying this tongue in cheek as a joke, but um, so you never had any experience as far as like other podcasters in that, um, like no. making contact or anything, or just no, dude. You were legit. Other than I have a friend who lives in this area as well who has started a much more successful podcast. And no offense, but then both of ours, like <laughs> hers, is 
they she already broke i think like 500,000 downloads or something like that. Wow, that's like, awesome. It and it, she's been doing it less than both of us. Like it's crazy. And this is no shade on her. Like she is fantastic. She has a I'll plug her show a little bit. It's called The Apex and the Abyss and if you like true crime shows, uh it's a really good true crime podcast. I'll have to check uh, that out. It's it's really really good. They're and they're short episodes too. So if you have a busy schedule, it's not like um, some of them are like an hour long, but most of them are about like you know twenty to forty minutes or so. And uh, it's it's really really good. But I started podcasting and I had she actually listened to mine and really liked it. And she's like, I really want to get into this. I'm like, all right, yeah. So I have you know like this microphone. This is the website that I use. Excuse me. Um, this is the website that I use. Uh, see what you can do. And she was originally going to do it. Uh, with like a like a relative of hers and then the relative unfortunately wasn't able to and so she went solo and now it's become like a fairly popular uh true crime podcast like it's it's made a couple like lists on various blogs and stuff like that which is more than i can say for my own um but i'm like i'm super happy for her because even though like mine is like video games podcasts surprisingly are really niche true crime is super popular so yes. i mean it's not that it's easy to get your show popular in true crime it's still going to be hard no matter what because you know there's a million podcasters out there to get your voice heard in out in like the multitude of oceans of podcasters it's going to be really hard so she still had to work super hard to get it but true crime does have a larger audience which you know it increases the chances um, but it's still like, and, and I mean this with all sincerity, like her show is so much better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, not like with, yeah. um, but I've been finding it's had a rise to the whole true crime thing because even with myself, like when I started out this show, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about basically whatever I feel like. And I know that that's going to mean that I'm never going to be a big podcaster and I'm, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm happy with where I'm at and you know, I've, I've met people that I now hope that for the rest of my life, regardless of what happens with the harder show, you know, mm -hmm. I'll have friends in those people and buddies in those people. So I'm hoping that's, um, that's the case, but, um, it's still cool when you can, you know, when you see someone, you know, be successful like that, especially knowing like you were the, basically the precursor for that to happen. Wait, wait, sorry, what? What? How am I the precursor for what? <laughs> oh, just in the sense of like, well, I shouldn't say precursor, but like she heard your show and was like, oh, I should try that sometime. Oh, yeah. So I mean, in a, in a way, the way I see, I see it, like you were definitely played a part in that. I mean, I wouldn't say that. She, the show was entirely her. She did a, she did all the work on it. And it's a, like I said, like she does a ton more research than mm -hmm. I ever do on my show. Like she pulls like clips of like audio from like court trials and sometimes even like police interviews, like police interrogations and stuff like that. She does a ton of research and like writes up scripts and rehearses it and then records it all and has to edit it all herself. Like she, she does a fantastic job. Like she doesn't just record the show and do the research. She also technically produces it because she doesn't have anyone to edit it. She does all the editing herself. So um, she she does a ton of work. I, I mean, I may have, like, suggested some, like, mic options, but in all honesty, everything else is 100% her. Oh, for sure. I just meant, like, as far as, like, you know, sometimes all someone needs is somebody to kind of point them in the right direction. And even if it was a simple, hey, you know, this is what I do. You know, it, it, I'm sure that uh, it was appreciated and it definitely helped. 
Well, d- even with uh, with you, man, you've actually helped me out a ton because not only have your like constant like shout outs and help have like brought more traffic to my show to get more people interested, but it also has helped in um like in my creativity because now I'm like wow like TJ's doing all this stuff like he has like you and Kaz have a lot of cool ideas for your show. It's a lot of like you know top tens and stuff, but it's not like here's my top 10 games of all time or here's my top 10 it's always like things that i wasn't it's like that but like a little bit of a twist and i know it's not going to be just that i just noticed you know the cup for seven how many episodes are you up to now on two guys in a game oh we've done uh 12 12 we just the had first, 12 okay uh with not and most of them have not been that but like that's like the trend that i've like honed in on to mm-hmm. um but like it's always it's i shouldn't say always it's like that but it's like you have a little bit of a twist on it so it's like yeah these are like our top you know five or ten of whatever but it's not like my top 10 rpgs or my top 10 this it's always by top 10 slightly off like i don't know how to describe it it's like you're doing a top 10 but it's a little bit different than what uh, a typical one would be Oh, for sure. And I mean, I, I, I appreciate the, uh, the words in that there. I'm glad that in, in some small way, even if one person has, uh, come over to watch your show, which I have to also thank you because through your show, we have received a, uh, a fan who I now, I don't well, actually, we don't call them fans. Excuse me. Our uh, motorized windblowers. Um, <laughs> it's not something that Kaz said. And to this day, I've just, I, I still think it's the most funny thing I've ever heard him say. Um, but uh, we have someone now who I, I call him our number one fan because like he's so interactive. I talk with him almost every day now. Like it's just he always asks questions and he's such a good guy. And his name's Dylan. Um, and he actually because I finally asked him one day, I said, I got to know, bro, how did you find our show? He said, I actually found it through Still Loading Podcast. And I was like, Holy. that's awesome. I honestly like I kid you not because I don't I'll, like I'm not afraid to like talk about the numbers of my show i only average about like 10 to 15 downloads an episode which i'm okay with i love talking about video games you could like it's hard to get me to stop talking about Mm -hmm. them but like that still boggles my mind when i'm i've met i think two people outside of my friend group who actually listen to my show and i guess i hadn't like dylan that's awesome i had no idea that i even pushed any pushed sorry uh introduced someone to your show so that's like that's seriously like the, the like I'm smiling ear to ear right now. Like that's crazy. I never, I never would have expected that in a million years to ever happen. Like that anyone would listen and actually take anything I say seriously. Well, and that's the thing like, um, and I do seriously appreciate it because it's, it's always appreciated. Even if it's a quick shout out, you know what I mean? Like I always try to do the same. It's kind of become like, there's a couple episodes where we're, we're kind of running the midnight oil, so to speak. We're like an hour, 20 minutes in. And I'm like, God damn it. We got to like, listen to the shot. And Kaz is going off on like 40 different tangents. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's like an hour, 20 minutes. And so it's time for the shout outs. And you know, I, I want, I give myself like a minute to do a bunch of shout outs. So sometimes I'll, it'll be like, Oh, shout out to Josh. I'm still loading. And like, but uh, I, I just want to reiterate, um, what, I'm, what am I trying to fucking say here? I, I want to reiterate <laughs> the fact that I do seriously appreciate your support and um, what you do with your podcast has even inspired us in the sense of the information-based stuff that you give is something that because at first like we were strictly – and I mean we always will be a, two goofballs who talk about beauty games and that's what we are at our core. But to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, okay, well listen to what this guy's doing. Like He's giving – information on this specific game and we've we did an episode our most viewed episode was um what we talked about strictly about is fault new vegas the best in the series 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny because kind of taking, I don't want to say I took the format of your show, but I was inspired by what you did, even just with your 40 for 40, where you're like, you talk about one specific game for an episode. And it gets, it wasn't necessarily that we were doing a review per se. It mm-hmm. was just like a, a somewhat intelligent discussion. Um, as much as us two idiots can have an intelligent conversation. <laughs> um, With I, I all should, your impressions and everything and yeah, mixing yeah. it up. I, I should reiterate that Kaz is a very intelligent individual. Um, you know, uh, I, I for one am not, but uh, he is very smart and, you know. But um, so it's just funny how kind of this relationship that we've kind of had through the podcast and that has, I, I think that in a in a cool way, it's it's good to hear that it's, benefited you in a way because it's benefited us as well and i mean i'm very thankful for that well i'm glad i'm glad you found like uh interest in like the whole like not really education i still try to be funny with mine but like i don't know i've been told that i have like a drier sense of humor i don't know it's weird like on a podcast especially because i'm literally recording in my game room right now so i don't know how loud i can be and i'm even looking at like my levels right now and since i'm doing this since i'm recording this i'm always wary if i'm going to peak something but i wanted to make this a little bit less uh like like my show where i'm kind of more like subdued in a weird way um but uh it's i'm never sure how like you know loud or like crazy i can be so it's interesting to hear your guys podcast i don't even know where the hell i was going with that i lost the thread of my point um i think what i was trying to say was that i like that you guys are more silly and that uh you have been able to get like informative stuff from my show even though i'm trying to be silly but i i always try to subdue myself for some weird reason on my own show well, I mean, and, and you do as far as like, like you just hit the nail on the head with saying you've been told you have a dry sense of humor because some, like sometimes like I will listen to an episode and you'll say something. I'm not even sure if you're trying to be funny in the sense of like, you're like, I'm going to say this and it's going to be funny. I think you're just kind of like, you just say something and I'm just like, it, it comes off to me and I, and I chuckle and I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, and I could kind of tell that you're like, okay, like implant joke here and like i'll see what it's never that uh it's never that stage trust me (laughs) i i seldomly think through anything i do and it's it really shows especially uh you know in well in every aspect of my life i don't know where i was going to go with that but in every aspect of my life well and sometimes i think that's that's best you know what i mean like i mean we've been talking and i mean i've been loving this conversation we've been having (laughs) and i mean i'm looking at my little list of stuff I was going to ask you and kind of talk about. And I'm like, we've pretty much hit everything I wanted to ask. Um, And it's like, sometimes I think that's the best thing to do, you know, especially with a podcast. Like to me, the podcast I love, you know, most of them are interview based podcasts, but like there's nothing like sitting down and listening to a podcast of two people who are just talking and just conversing. Yeah. Hey gang, just going to jump in here for a second. Cause I want to tell you guys a little bit more about the headphones that I'm currently wearing. Now we heard all about the company studio, but what about the headphones that I'm specifically wearing on my head? Well, these bad boys are their Regent model, which is the premium on-ear model. Now these headphones have impeccable clarity with instrumental tones and are very well balanced. Now I know what you're thinking. TJ, you're a podcaster. What do you think of these headphones and the standpoint of recording audio and listening back to audio that is not music related? Honestly, 
I love these headphones. I think I don't think I've ever sounded better than I do on these headphones, just to be totally blunt about it. Even comparing them to my $100 Sonys that I was using before, these blow them out of the water. But that's not even the best part about these headphones because these headphones, not only are they Bluetooth with over 24 hours of active battery life, that's right, 24 hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life. 20 days of standby life, guys. Seriously, these headphones are awesome. But the Regent is a perfect companion for you at home, on the go, or in the studio. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but there is also an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option, obviously, which I'm using right now to podcast. And there is no loss in sound quality. It sounds just as good on Bluetooth or with the auxiliary cable. You can also personalize your Regent with interchangeable caps such as white or black marble. Personally, I love the black marble design. I want to get me some of that real, real soon. The combination of the high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of an ultra sleek, ultra modern Scandinavian design. These are beautiful, beautiful headphones. So if these headphones sound good to you and you want to check them out, definitely do so by going on www.studio.com. That's S-U-D-I-O, studio.com. Go on there, check out these headphones. Again, these are the Regent headphones, but they have so many other great headphones that I'm going to be telling you guys about in the future here on The Harder Show. But these are the ones I am currently using. I love them. If you want to pick yourself up a pair, you can do so. And the best part about it, gang, is you can receive 15% off your order by using the discount code HOTTER. That's my name, HOTTER, H-O-D-D-E-R in all capitals. You'll get 15% off and also you'll get free worldwide shipping. Who does not like that? So what are you doing? Stop listening to this podcast. Go on the website right now. Pick yourselves up a pair of studio headphones and join the revolution. All right, guys, let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some t-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man, Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of The Harder Show when you mention The Harder Show upon contacting him. But what exactly does he do? Well, Jason does t-shirts, posters, album design, tickets, photo manipulation, you guys still with me, advertising, business stationery mailers, brochures, fine art, and anything else you can imagine, Jaybird Digital Arts can create it. Jason has done all of the t-shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both The Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services, so I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com, or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. Search hashtag Jaybird Digital Arts for a look all of his awesome and unique work. Do you ever listen to any of Kevin Smith's podcasts? I, I don't, don't know if you're a Kevin I've Smith been, fan at all. I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, just in the sense of I, I'm not really, aside from his work with like the obvious things, um, I'm not really super familiar. So I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, but I, I don't dislike him either. There's so many podcasts that I yeah. do not listen to that I should but well, it's just, have, there's so many hours in the day. Yeah. Oh, for sure. One for me, I kind of made the call that aside from my two or three main ones that I have to listen to because I just, I enjoy them so much. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I kind of made the call to listen to like either podcasts that I potentially can have some kind of, um, a relationship with or podcasts that are 
kind of on the same tier as me, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I don't know why, but to me, like I find that more interesting. And then even if I only listen to one or two episodes and then I kind of go, okay, like I'll move on for whatever the reason, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I find that I almost enjoy that more now. And then once in a while I'll stumble across something where I'm like, this is great. Like with your podcast or like with drinks with Larry, where I stumble across that podcast and I'm like, this is freaking hilarious. Like these guys are, are so funny. Um, so with me now, I find listening to a podcast by like someone who potentially is quote unquote famous or something like, I don't know why, maybe it's just because I'm, um, cause I am a podcaster now. It's like, I see that and I'm like, yeah, like, of course they're going to do a podcast. That's going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I want, I want to hear someone who shouldn't do a podcast and they're doing a podcast and it's good. If that makes any sense. No, no, that makes sense. Um, no, because I, I get it. Because like uh, sometimes it's it's like the same thing where actually it kind of makes sense even especially with uh, the types of guests you have on your shows. Like you do a lot of like indie rock bands, mm-hmm. like in like local music stuff, and so you like the podcasts that are kind of smaller production, smaller. I don't want to say smaller budget. Like I have, no, I'm like, it's technically my budget's $15 a month. Cause that's how much I pay for. Yeah. It's about the same for me, <laughs> but like, uh, like it's like small budget, you know, not highly produced like that kind of thing. And you kind of go with that, even with your guests, like you like to shine a light onto, you know, like bands that you really enjoy that are in your local scene. Oh, for sure. And I mean, that was really the reason why this podcast started was I wanted, I used to work in a music store. So with me, I was, like, I want to keep in touch with these bands. How can I do this? And I was listening to podcasts and I was like, oh, here's a, here's an excuse for me to keep in touch with these people. Um, and I was at first I did it super, super low budget and super low production. Now, basically I still do it. I have that same vibe, but now I have my producer who makes this a show that, you know, is super low production in the sense of how it's recorded. But, uh, you know, he, he puts, uh, high production value on it once it runs through him basically and i go cool (laughs) (laughs) well the reason i even brought up kevin smith before uh right was to um like one of the things i've always i've always found him kind of inspirational and like i said before i get it like he does a lot of like dick and fart jokes so what's what's wrong with dick and fart jokes you know (laughs) (laughs) nothing in my opinion but i understand why other people don't like it for sure uh, but, uh, what he, he had this really cool thing where he was saying like, you, like he, he's very inspirational. Like he, you, like the whole, you know, you can do anything you want type of thing. But the way he says it, it's not just like, you can do anything you set your mind to. He's like, no, 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 don't, you don't want to, you don't want to have that mindset. Like you want to, how does he, how did he describe it? But basically he's like, you don't want to surround yourself with yes people all the time. Just like you don't want to mm-hmm. surround yourself with no people all the time. You want to surround yourself with the why not people, the people who are like, ah, fuck it, let's give it a try because you never know what you're going to do. And that way, if it succeeds, awesome. If it fails, you're like, oh, why not? We had an experience. So it's no longer just about the need for success or the or the worry of failure. It's just, hey, why not? Just do it. And so he he kind of preaches the whole like surround yourself with why not people and then he also always says like just start a podcast even if nothing comes of it you are sitting down with someone that you enjoy talking to whether it's friends family significant others um you know people that we've met through the podcasting community (laughs) whatever um sit down with them for an hour just to have a conversation or however long that you're going to record because 
worst case scenario, even if nothing gets released or no one listens to it, you had an hour conversation with someone you enjoy talking to. And he, and he always says like, everyone, like everyone is a content generator. Like you all have interesting stories. You may not always know how to express it interestingly, but you all have interesting stories. And I don't know the, the way he kind of, he didn't really mention the whole, like expressing it interestingly. That was more me, but like, I agree with that a lot of the times. I think everyone's interesting in some way. They just have to find a way to, you know, show it. Well, exactly. And I mean, like, like, like to your point earlier, you were saying that, like, just with my podcast, I hate that I'm, I'm talking about my podcast so much. But that's it's fine, just dude. On the well, we're two we're podcasters having. talking about our own podcasts. Sorry. Exactly. Which is, that's what, hey, I, uh, I love that. That's, I'll talk podcasting for hours. Um, but uh, it's funny because... W- Aside from local bands, and now I try to have, like, I want to start having more content creators on, whether that's, like, someone like yourself or streamers or YouTubers or musicians. But at the same time, I love, like, the best example I have of this is I have a guy I work with, never done anything like this before, had no interest in it ever. And, you know, he's not even someone who really likes to talk with people he doesn't know that well. But, like, we stuck up a friendship, and I found out he was, like, a world traveler in a way. And I was like one night we're just like hanging out, kind of shooting the shit. And he's telling me all these crazy, awesome stories. And I'm like, you want to be on a podcast? And he was just like, really? Like you want, I'm nobody. And I said, but you're somebody with a story that I want people to hear. Here's a platform. And he came over and we had a beer and he told me a couple of, of like, not like crazy over the top, but just like some really interesting stories. And I'm like, after it was done, like he was like, that was, I never thought I'd have an opportunity to do anything like that ever. Like I'm so boring. And I'm like, I go back and listen to that episode and I'm like, that's a great episode. And he's not boring. If I mean, for, I, I don't care who you are. If you are a world traveler, you're interesting, at least to me. Yeah. Cause I've traveled to literally two countries. I've been to Canada once, but like, I don't in Niagara falls, of course, cause that's the touristy place. Yeah. And I forget some other place. I, my great, great grandmother i don't even know what town it was i was so little but before she passed away we visited her in her retirement community um and then the other place i've been to is mexico and that's honestly about it yeah well i mean you're doing better than me i think i went to florida once when i was like seven or eight and uh, that's pretty much it did you go to disney world (laughs) oh yeah of course disney world disney world (laughs) i literally like i've I've barely been out of like the province more than a handful of times. Mm. <laughs> so it's what he was like, yeah, I've been to like all these places. Like he just got back from Europe. That's crazy. And I'm like, you know what you Can't need to do that. now? He's like, you want me on your podcast, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, you come better, on. You bet your ass. Well, I've always wanted to, um, I've actually always wanted to come up and like really like not explore Canada cause I'm, I'm scared of everything, but, <laughs> uh, not, uh, but like I've really wanted, what I've wanted to do is I'm a big, like, uh, no, I shouldn't say a big sports guy, a big hockey guy, but, and that's, I did not bring up hockey because the whole Canadian thing, but I, racist, what I wanted eh? to do is yeah. I know, right. <laughs> uh, it's a nationalistic, no, whatever. Um, but no, I wanted to go and see a hockey game in like uh, like Montreal and like Edmonton. Well, I know they're not. I'm trying to think. They're like Montreal, Ottawa. What's the other one that's like close by? Uh, to like in relatively to those, I forget. But there was like three cities within like a couple hours of each other. Like I would oh, just go. Um, to, I want to go to like oh one God. game a night. I live here and I'm drawing a blank on what you're trying to say. 
Uh, you know what I'm like saying? A, I know like Montreal Toronto, and Ottawa are, are close. Because Toronto's not... That's it. Toronto's that's somewhat it. close to no, o- Ottawa, but... Uh, that's I mean, it. they're all I, within Edmonton's a few farther. hours, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know geography, so I apologize to everyone. <laughs> but um, I what I wanted to do one time, I thought it'd be really cool to be like... Uh, just to go on like a road trip, right, with uh, soon to be my wife, but go on a road trip with her and just, you know, hit those. I don't care who's playing. I mean, obviously, it's going to be the home team at uh, like, you know, the Canadians or the Senators or the um, Maple uh, Leafs. Maple Leafs. Well, wait, Toronto? Yeah, the Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Yeah, you can watch them and, lose. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they got Austin Matthews. He's doing well. Um, but no, uh, I, I would love just to do that just because. I mean, I'm a Phil. I like Philly sports, but like I, l- I just love the sport of hockey in general. So I'd love to do that. And then after we struck up a friendship, I'm like, man, if I ever get to know TJ well enough, that would be cool to like record an episode like on that road trip. Like even if it was just like we met up at like some public place because I understand obviously since we haven't met in person, it'd be creepy otherwise just to show up at your house or something. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I was just about to say that, but I had um. There's been more than once that someone I've met who lives somewhat locally on I've met through the podcast that has come to my house. I'm just like, yeah, come on over. Like, and they're like, really? And, and there was the perfect example I have of this is I did an interview with a band called Duck Feet. I actually listened to both those episodes. Yeah, and they were they were so awesome. Those guys are so great and they're so talented. Um, and they came from Vaughn, which is about give or take two hours away from me. And like, they were all for it. Like they're all happy and about it and everything, but it wasn't until they, sh- they showed up and like we met and it was all good. And we had a great chat and it was an awesome podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts I think I've ever done. Um, and it wasn't until afterwards, like I was talking with my girl about it and she's like, yeah, like I was, I was like kind of worried. Like I was going to come home and find you like tied up and like all of our possessions were stolen. I'm like, why do you say that? She's like, you just invited three complete strangers over to your house. And I'm like, but they're yeah. not strangers. I've been talking to them for like a, quite a few, quite a while. And they're like, she's like, yeah, but like, you don't know these people. Oh, but like I do <laughs> I, I because this guy, fear. yeah, this guy knows them. And like, I'm, I guess in a way, like I'm completely fearless with it now. Like I'm like, oh, hey, babe, you know, Josh and his, his, you know, soon to be wife are going to come over and we're going to do a podcast. She, she'd be like, what? Like she'd be Who's like, cool, whatever. But like, she'd be like, so this person is driving now from the States to come to a podcast. I'm like, okay, no, that's not, but it's an added bonus. If he's in the area, like if you come yeah. to Toronto to watch a hockey game, like we have no choice. We have to, cause Dude, I'm, I, I'm I, about I, an I hour to. from Toronto. I, I legit want to, I mean, I, I, uh, unfortunately in like my area, there's not a lot of like, uh, well, I guess to say this, ice hockey is really fucking expensive and I could not afford it. And like my family couldn't afford it at all. So I played roller hockey for, uh, you know, like seven or eight years and I loved it. And so then I kind of fell out of like keeping track of like the NHL and and teams and that kind of thing. And then like two or three years ago, I moved in with some roommates over. Uh, I moved out of my parents' house in with some roommates and uh, they, they're all big big sports guys you know like american football uh not really basketball but baseball and hockey and whatnot and it got me back into sports in general so then i started following like you know the local philly teams and that kind of thing and uh then it just 
blot like football kind of died american football kind of died away and i was like oh, it's you know whatever i i still like it i mean i know the eagles just won the super bowl and that was that was really cool to watch but like hockey's always been like i just keep coming back to it like i'll i'll come home from work sometimes and even like the the late 10 o'clock games on the eastern in the eastern times and i'll just stay up and watch this even if it's not like the flyers or something like that i don't care who it is but uh, i just i just love watching it so i've i was like spitballing around in my head i'm like man it would be awesome to do like one massive road trip and just hit those three cities like three nights in a row it would be expensive as hell and it would not happen till after my wedding but oh for sure awesome to do well yeah and that's the thing like with um that's what's one thing that is great about canada is like you can literally like if you want to drive from toronto to ottawa that is not a big deal it's gonna take you a few hours but it's not a big deal and then if you want to drive from ottawa to montreal again not a huge deal. It's going to take you a few hours, but it's it's pretty easy driving. Um, and then from Montreal, if you want to, you know, go back to Toronto and go through Niagara Falls or whatever you want to do, like you can do that. Like it's pretty going through Toronto is going to be a bitch, but uh, you can totally do that. That is a really cool idea. Well, and then I was like, well, how much would it, how much farther would it be for the other teams? You know, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and uh, that's when you start getting uh, oh into gosh, a bit of a trip. Blanking on it. Yeah, and that's when it's like that's when I saw where they were on the map. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not going to drive all the way out there. Yeah, I've at never even not, been to that part of Canada before. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been out west at all. Like at least in the U.S., I haven't been to. Uh, well, that's sorry. When I was like three, my parents took us on a train ride, literally across the country to like Idaho, all the way on the west coast. Um, well, it's Idaho isn't on the coast, but you know, we went to Oregon and Idaho, that kind of thing, all the way in the western half of the U.S. But um, I've only other places I've like legit been to in the u.s i've stayed in texas for a while because um basically when i when i went to mexico right um for my honeymoon it'll be the first time i've actually gone and went to like a resort or something uh for that's where we're going somewhere somewhere in mexico i forget where but every other time it's um my church has gone on missions trips and not i'm not going to get into a whole religious spiel or anything i promise but uh you know we go on a missions trip and just work at an orphanage down there and it's like it's it's real it's an awesome it's an awesome trip but it's just it's really interesting to see that and i'm excited to kind of see well i shouldn't say excited but it's going to be interesting to see the difference between where we were at and then the resorts oh for sure and i mean like i've i'm not someone who even um has been to a resort either or anything, but like, um, me and my girlfriend's anniversary is coming up very soon, and we're going to like a like a little like spa resort thing just for like a couple days, and like I'm so excited because <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're gonna go to a place that's basically a hotel that has food in it and a spa. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm there. You sign me up. Like it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> now this this uh. <laughs> this is a weird question, but I th- I always get a kick out of other people's responses. Just thinking of you know spas and you know kind of pampering yourself a little bit. Are you more of a shower person or a bath person? Because I'm a bath guy. I don't know why. Like, and that's why spas would appeal to me. That's what that's you know where the mind track went and went from spas to baths. And I love taking baths. I'm one of the. I guess a lot of people think that's strange, but. I can't help it, man. It's like one of the most relaxing things ever. Like you wake up in the morning, you're trying to get ready for work, but like you also don't don't want to go to work, so you just relax in the tub. Nicest thing in the world. I am a uh, a total bath guy. 
Yeah. Sam always <laughs> makes fun of me for it. Like she's just like, I've never known a guy who takes more baths than you. And like my friends make fun of me for it. And I'm like, yo, there is nothing like coming home after a long day. Okay. I'm my feet are sore. I'm exhausted. I come home. I run a bath. And I mean, I'm not sitting here with scented candles. And I mean, sometimes I'm sitting here with scented candles, but uh, if we're being honest. Well, if you want to like, do like, a, you, you can make it manly and have like the scented candles be like all metal and shit, you know, yeah, like, well, fuck yeah. like satanic blood and shit. Like, yeah. bam, and, and, and. I'll literally like, I will, the one time, um, <laughs> I'm just laughing because this is just, it's just a funny question. Um, but I like it. It's funny. Um, it's funny because the one time. I think me and Sam were dating for like maybe a year or so at that point when I really started loving taking baths. Um, And it wasn't until we moved into the basement apartment where now there was a jacuzzi tub. Oh, oh, bro! It is. Are you kidding? It is. The you, you guys have a jacuzzi tub? Yeah, it's it's a pretty I'm, like. There's like four, two jets on either side, so it's not like extravagant. <laughs> but there is nothing like the one time she came home from work early, um, and I'm sitting in the bathtub, and I had like I don't know what I was listening to. Um, Toto Africa by yeah, Toto. Yeah, I wish. No, it was like something pretty heavy. Like it, it, I shouldn't have been listening to it while I was relaxing in the tub. <laughs> But um, I had like a, she had like she she's obsessed with bath I shouldn't say obsessed with bath bombs but she had a bunch of bath bombs and she got a couple for me that were like really manly smelling, so I throw in a bath bomb and I'm sitting there and like I had the lights off so it was just the light above the tub and I'm sitting there just just chillaxing and I she walks in and like I might as well have had a face mask on, and like my hair up in a towel like she was just like. What, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I relaxing. I would have loved if you would have been like, paint me like one of your French men and see what <laughs> happened. <laughs> it was just, it was just such a funny thing. So like now, anytime that we're going to go away, like we went away for anniversary last year and for the last five years that we've been like playing our anniversaries, I'm like, okay, if we go away, we have to go somewhere that has a big tub or a jacuzzi or a yeah. hot tub or something. So then, like, we got one of those, like, rooms with, like, you know, like, the heart-shaped, like, jacuzzi in the middle of the room. So, like, she's literally lying in bed, and I'm sitting in this jacuzzi, and I'm just hanging out. She's like, are you ever going to get out of that thing? I'm like, nah, babe, I'm just going to stay here. Like, I could have slept I'm self-loving so, right now. Yeah, it's just, this is the best. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that. <laughs> uh, I'm just picturing, like, you know, people listening to this, like, why are these two grown what men talking about talking taking about? baths and, like, bath bombs? Like, because it's fucking awesome awesome yeah it's great Let's, well so i don't like where I, li- I live with my fiance and we don't have a tub we just have a shower so uh, i never get to take baths anymore so my parents though they have this like legit like lay down it's got like a 45 degree angle on the back portion of it so you can literally lean back into it it's not like a you know a, a, a typical tub where it's just you know like 90 degree curves and shit so that way you can't get comfortable it's it's a it's meant to you know like lay down in it and i'll sometimes go over to their house and be like hey josh how are you and i'll be like oh, i'm just gonna take a bath and i'll walk upstairs I'm just gonna, and, hey i'm gonna I'm take like, a bath that's cool and they're like do you come to see us well i love you guys but i love this tub too i'll see you <laughs> i'll see you in like two hours <laughs> oh my goodness that was a ridiculous conversation but that was great <laughs> All right, everybody, that was part one of uh, TJ's chat with Josh from Still Loading. I think his original plan there was to have it be one episode, and they ended up going about two hours, so we're going to split it up into two parts. So if it seemed to end a little abruptly, that's why. Uh, they just really, there wasn't a real good. Uh, 
I guess there was a turning point in the conversation, but they didn't really get to a point where I wanted to cut it and be like, all right, that's that's a natural po- cutoff point. They ended on baths. So uh, on my end, just being like, all right, uh, baths and okay, I think we're done here. But it was honestly a good episode. They uh, Those two have really good chemistry together. Although when I was editing it, it was hard not to cringe when both of them were blanking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm like, come on, it's the biggest hockey team in the goddamn world. How can you forget about the Toronto Maple Leafs? Oh my god. Anyways, that is neither here nor there. But yeah, big shoutouts to podbeardnetwork.com, studio headphones for... uh, being a part of this show, a new part of this show. I know that TJ's really excited about it, as am I. A big shout-out to Josh for coming on the podcast. I know that TJ really enjoyed having him. He texted me after he was done the interview being like, oh my god, it li- we, we went for like two hours and it was completely natural. You know, it was like it was like just talking to a buddy, right? So I, I, I hope Josh will be happy to hear that, that uh, TJ was really, really pleased with talking to Josh. If TJ wasn't pleased with the way the interview went, he would have told me that he wasn't pleased with the way the interview went. Uh, yep, Studio, Bodbeard, Jaber Digital Arts, all the regular shout-outs. Uh, my name is Brandon, I'm the producer, and don't worry, TJ will be back next week. All right, guys, take care. Bye. Bye.